Initiating update. Three, two, one, go. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Nerd On Update, our weekly show in which we answer questions from you, the audience, and talk about the weekly news that excites us. And this is the first update of 2021. New Year! We do not introduce the hosts on this show. We keep so it. So go ahead, Josh. <laughs> What's your name? I'm kidding. Jesus Christ, Give us your news, Josh. My news uh, is that um, Nintendo of America has partnered with a nonprofit organization called Starlight Children's Foundation to get Nintendo Switch gaming stations into hospitals and healthcare facilities across the country. Um, the stations will have more than 25 games, including Super Mario Party and The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, um, among uh, other games. And uh, apparently, actually, Nintendo and Starlight have been in partnership for almost three decades, and they've gotten over 7,200 gaming stations to more than 800 hospitals and healthcare facilities over that time. Um, for me, this is... I mean, reading through some of the articles, many of the healthcare professionals that are involved or have seen these in place, it's a it's a wonderful way to provide an escape for children that are in sucky situations and are yeah. they have some health struggles and having that way of playing video games and escaping to a world like Breath of the Wild and all that kind of stuff. And for me charity work and all that kind of stuff is really important to me and so seeing something like that i think it's it's really neat so hmm. that's it short and sweet next uh mine is also pretty short and sweet let's hear um, it caitlin all right <laughs> okay tom um, so the office <laughs> has been on netflix for a very 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 long time and now it is moving over to peacock um oh. but there's a Ugh. little little bit of rigmarole with this so with netflix it was you stop your... trying to make peacock happen i know it's freemium guys well <laughs> yeah so netflix was you pay your membership you get to watch the, the all Everything. of the things and now that it's going to be on peacock the first two seasons are going to be for free but seasons three through nine you'll need a subscription to the premium service which is 4.99 a month but that's with ads if you want it with no ads it'll be 9.99 a month oh Bullspit. so the hulu method okay yeah so Bullspit, baby it's it's hulu method and for the the like my old roommates used to fall asleep to that show so basically if that was your like lullaby at night now it's going to cost you 10 bucks a month so uh, on a different bye service that is account. a Netflix. So, I that, mean, th the question is this: It's not it's ten bucks to fall asleep. It's ten bucks to only watch The Office. Yes, that's what you're catering it as. And for yes, me, it's yes, like, yes. well, for free, you can have YouTube. You like, guys that's have seen what it is. That, that meme, that meme of like Obi Wan, where he was like, "You're supposed to bring balance," balance and of, then it shows Anakin, and it's like streaming services. And he goes, "Not join the TV providers." Yeah, I love that. <laughs> but but that I mean. I think that's just a way of encouraging, like, buy the box set, buy all of it, buy it so you have it forever. Then you don't have to pay streaming, whatever. Because three months of that, four months of that, like, you're going to be able to buy a lot of that yeah. already. Bummer. You know. I hate that. That was neither short nor sweet. Oh, sorry. Well, <laughs> I mean, it was short. short. Sometimes I mean, you lie. I consider it short. <laughs> 
It felt long because it was heartbreaking. Oh, okay. That's well, true. I'm sorry. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Well, um, uh, and, and, but, but, but it's, 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 uh-huh. at least a little bit extra is they do actually have some never before seen footage. Like they're trying to sweeten the pot. They're 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 trying to to make it better. So they're like, oh, here's this poison pie, but it's got whipped cream on top. And you're like, I do like whipped cream. Yeah. <laughs> Still a poison pie. Exactly like that. Just like here. Just like that. <laughs> so now that Caitlin's done, is it Corey? Do you have anything? <laughs> Sorry. Why? I, Why would you do this? I just, I just I just put up people's names because we don't introduce. I yourself. told you I didn't. I, know. I told you I'm tired of In bringing bad news to this show, and I refuse room. to do it this week. It's the new year. We're gonna start off. We're gonna start off with poison with pie not with whipped cream. So wait, am I going then? Next? Yes, yes, you yeah. are going. Uh, I'm going. Silly Billy. Uh, That's why we discuss it beforehand, Tom. Hey, man. Hey, man. It's New Year. New New, new Year, new fear. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, the time of this episode, if you haven't watched it already, you're probably not going to watch it, though. Wonder Woman 1984 came out. You're probably not going to watch it. It's been out for like two weeks, and, yet, and it was holiday season. Anyway, so... um. Uh, and you could listen to our episode coming this Thursday. Um, but that being said, on Christmas Day, um, uh, Warner Brothers or Toby Emmerich uh, announced that Wonder Woman 3 was going to be greenlit and uh, in the works. And Patty Jenkins and Gal Gadot, the duo that brought us the first two films, uh, will be returning. Um, they have not talked about who else will be part of the producer's world, but I mean, more, more than likely it's going to be Charles Roven, the Snyders, um, and whoever they want to throw in there. Um, but uh, uh, the writing will, will be interesting because it, it, the writing team has changed from the first film to the second film. Um, and it comes off the quote unquote, I say quote unquote, because this is from like the studio heads and all that stuff. Success of uh, releasing this film on uh, HBO Max and in theaters worldwide um, the same day, which it garnered uh, over $100 million in the box office so far. And um, with its announcement going to HBO Max, I think it turned HBO Max from an 8 million user subscription service to a 12 million user subscription service. So, and that's only- That's a lot of people. HBO Max is only in America so far. So it'll be interesting to see again when it comes to the world. But yeah, so Wonder Woman 3. Uh, finally, uh, a female superhero trilogy, baby. We have it. We we made it, y'all. We're getting it. We're do getting do it. Do. Looks like we made it. So yeah, uh, I'm excited for it. I think... If Gal Gadot wants to play Wonder Woman for the rest of her life, I wouldn't be mad about it. Um, Patty Jenkins is a filmmaker, and I know that f- she comes from an independent world, and you know, being a writer-director sometimes, she might want to do new things. She is also going to be in Rogue Squadron, or doing Rogue Squadron for uh, Star Wars. It's not Disney+. Plus. I think it is a pure... It's going to have a theatrical release. Um so her avenues are open. So, you know, it might be we have different eras. And I, you know, just like Christopher Nolan, I wouldn't expect him to do a fourth Dark Knight movie. So if he, if she wants to go do other things after the third film and there's still more Wonder Woman to be, to be, hoping, to be had, we'll see. I hope she has an interview like Chris Hemsworth had a few years back where he's like, I just want to play Thor forever. And everyone was like, yeah, okay. do that. Yeah. Sounds well, great. I, 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 we I all decided mind. we're good with that. I wouldn't mind seeing like a Wonder Woman that like ends up 
having a kid in the future or something. I don't know. Who knows? Then that's the thing. Wonder okay Woman is a minefield. Spoilers. A gold mine of like how many new things we can have with it and different stories we can tell with that. I mean, like, and this is what I'm going to say about it. It's like, we've had like how many same stories of like dude superheroes. So now we can hopefully normalize having more female superheroes. That'd and, be cool. And, you know, have that landscape. And, you know, I think Themyscira is a cool place to be like girls only. And I'm like, that makes sense. I've, I've, that I feel I feel okay about that. <laughs> As a dude, I'm like I'm okay never being able to go to this place because I'm a dude, <laughs> and that's been the story of men and women for a long, long time. And so women deserve to have their superhero be like have like seven seven sequels afterwards too. I'm about it. Yeah, nice. let Wonder Woman have her own quest for peace, and then we'll walk away from it. <laughs> nice. um, but that's all the news I got, baby. Yes, and so the next part, last part of our show is in which we answer questions from you, the people. And the people. if you are a member of the Nerd On Nation, you do get what we call a Nerd On Nudge. Get your questions put to the front of the line. Nonetheless, if you would like to submit your questions, you can send an internet email letter to our internet email address. Wow. That oh is questions at nerdon.tv, or you can go to nerdon.tv <laughs> backslash questions. Which is on the internet. Which is, it, it is on the interwebs. Which um, you interface with your smart device. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay. But you can ask anything. Anything like, for example, Brad asks, what's your favorite cryptid? Mm. Oh, man. Mm. Oh, man. I've been thinking about it a lot. <sighs> I just, I, I, it's really hard to choose. So for those who um, uh, are unfamiliar with the term cryptid, um, Google cryptid, and, and the first thing you'll say is some dictionaries and encyclopedias define the term cryptid as an animal whose existence is unsubstantiated, a.k.a. Loch Ness Monster. Uh, Bigfoot. Uh, Bigfoot. Chupacabra. Uh, Jersey, Jersey Devil. Jersey Devil. Exactly. So Whoa. Kraken. Same brain. Abominable Moban. Wow. it's a good question. <laughs> a vulnerable bow band. A cartoon network. Did we just make a new cryptid? That's my uh, favorite. I think so. It might be mine. <laughs> um so so there's a whole big variety. Um there are the aquatic ones, there's the terrestrial ones, there's um there's also the like winged ones. So like are we just gonna pick like one. Yeah, one. Pick one. That was the question. What's one? That's your favorite. That was the question, and we're know, sticking to it, y'all. I honestly think the one that terrifies me the most, and the one that I think is most realistic, and therefore I like, is like the Kraken. Mm, I dig it. Because that's me. like, yeah, it's horrifying. Because you could just be like swimming along and then you're just like a dust moat getting eaten. Yeah. <laughs> like I mean, horrific stuff. <laughs> I'm scared to swim in a lake that I can stand in. <laughs> Wait, are you saying that humans shouldn't be subject to the same fear that rest the animal kingdom feel? N- not saying that at all. Saying that's what <laughs> I'm afraid of. <laughs> you ding. Um, Josh, you have one? I, I'm there. I mean, Mothman's a pretty good choice as well. 
I didn't even know Shout that Mothman Lindos. was... I like Richard I Gere. I didn't know that Mothman was a real thing. Like, So in Fallout 76, Mothman is actually a big part of it because it takes place oh. in West Virginia. And I didn't realize that Mothman was actually a cryptid. I, I didn't know that until this question. It's really interesting. Anyway, um, I've always been really fascinated with Bigfoot. I just... Hmm. Somehow and Loch Ness Monster, that. too, just because of Scotland. But no, Bigfoot, like in America, like, I, I, it's just, I find it fascinating. And like, Can I, yeah. Sorry, I was going to say, because I had a dream that I was being chased by Bigfoot. That okay. is terrifying. <laughs> it was a terrifying dream. I woke up, you know, like you wake up and you're like, or as you're waking up, you kind of are aware of what you've done while you slept. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I was hyperventilating. When I was sleeping. Oh. And I was like, whoa. I was like, and I, I woke up and I was like, I was really scared in that dream. Because it was like, the way the dream happened was like, the way Bigfoot was, was like this woman who took care of this kid, but then he ended up just growing off the natural things and all that stuff and became Bigfoot. But then the thing is, he would always try to have like a brother and sister. And so like, oh. he would take children into the <gasps> woods. And things you could, you could run a certain distance away from the woods and you'd be fine. And then for me, I was like a kid in this dream. And then I was like, okay, if I run away, run away, run away. And I was like, cool, I'm past the threshold of like, cool, I'm safe. But he kept running. <gasps> he kept chasing me. And I was like, I'm running as fast as I can, but he's just a big man. And so it was terrifying when I was like, oh. So now when I think of Bigfoot, I'm like, he, I don't, I don't mess with that no more. I feel like <laughs> I don't, when I don't, you I don't, explain. I don't, I don't trust like, like that no more. I feel like when you explained the the barrier of like, you can run to this point, but like, then he won't go any further. Yeah. And then when that dream logic breaks and it goes further, you're like, no. And that's why I was like, he's not supposed to go this far. Like, I ran into a suburb and he was still chasing me. I'm like, this sucks. Oh, my God. <laughs> Fuck this dream. So I was like, we're not even near the woods anymore. Oh, my God. Yeah, um. I've always, I mean, I always did have a soft spot for Mothman before 76 came out, which was why it was so exciting that he was actually in it and finding that museum, like, you seem like a Mothman kind of guy. Um, but, uh, yeah, either that or, um, yeah, I'll stick with that. I'll stick with Mothman. I like all that kind of stuff. I love reading about that stuff. I don't believe in any of it, but I love reading legend. Like, it's kind of like, there are so many in the U.S. It's almost like American folklore. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like our own mythology. Mm-hmm. Um, so I dig it. I mean, it. it I actually uh, participated in. I'm an audio engineer for a podcast that did an episode about like Bigfoot, and they're talking about cryptids, and there are people that study this shit, and like it, it yeah. is American folklore, like it completely totally is and it's it's fascinating it's just fascinating i mean my biggest thing to think about with all of this is like what would it feel like to hug mothman not great because he's so fluffy moths are super fluffy if you guys look up the misery monster too momo that's another that was one of my favorites growing up too terrifying but i thought it was it's kind of like a giant fuzzy fuzzier bigfoot um what kind of fuzzy like chinchilla fuzzy that one no he always reminded me of like a mix between do you remember in looney tunes the big red monster Mm -hmm. yeah 
he's like that shape, but he's got the color of like the big Muppet monster. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's yeah. that monster's name? Isn't it like Muffy or something? Sweet, Sweetums? Sweetums. 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 So he's got the coloring and fur of Sweetums, but he's like the shape and size of the red monster from Looney Tunes. Him. Yeah. Nice. Anyway, I'd oh, say, I'll, I'll say Momo then. I'll say Momo because we already talked about Mothman. Momo. Momo. Um, for me, Misery Monster. Uh, I like it because I like how many times it's been in media lately. Um, uh, I like Loch Ness a lot. Um, but also yeah. I like cryptids because I like monsters. I love monsters more than I like aliens. Um, yeah. I like this idea that there are these terrestrial beings that we have yet to discover or, and they've are part of this like primal world that we are still trying to learn more about through our own, you know, ways of observing <laughs> science and stuff like that, or, you know, observational science. But like, um, it is also pretty far fetched when you think about it. What? what, what? I Caleb burped. burped I burped. Mouth. I'm sorry. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it was a furp. A fear burp. A little fear burp. Thinking about the Sasquatch chasing me into the suburbs. It was right when I sent you Momo too. So I was like, I wasn't sure if you saw it and got scared. Um, so scared. But uh, I, I actually, it makes me think about, because I've used monsters in some of like the stories that I like play with in my head and like I want to hopefully tell one day. Um, but I really like Chupacabra as well. Oh, I yeah. really, yeah, really yeah, like Chupacabra. Really cool. Like, yeah. I Terrifying. like monsters in the Chupacabra. night that's like, that like, you know, obviously they're there to teach kids about blah, 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 about lessons and, and, and values in the world. But I also just like the idea of like, you know, we aren't the most dominant thing in the world anymore. I remember when or, I was a kid. we should never feel that way. Unsol- I believe Unsolved Mysteries did a Chupacabra episode. Mm. I remember it. And I remember just like that's another that, that's one that I'm I'm also fascinated with as well, um, but yeah, I just remember just just being fascinated and terrified at the same time. <laughs> nice, damn. Um, next question comes from I believe you say this Rim W R I M. Oh hi Rim. Um, you've probably answered this before, but what's the origin story of Nerd On? We have answered that before, but we can go into it again. We'll do in a bridge. 2021. And well, we had a Hunger Games style arena, mm-hmm. and oh. there was about a about I think 150 entrants at first. And you know, we all ran to the middle, grabbed our weapons, hid out in the woods, and you know, uh, we kind of decided to band to another, together. You know, well, we like we didn't we decided you know uh, one by one we just kind of joined the group, realized we had a lot in common, start talking about movies, TV. Uh, all that kind of stuff, and we killed the other. <laughs> well, I was hundred. I was doing a faux pas campaign of telling everyone to eat the berries. Yeah, oh. we didn't eat the berries, and they ate the berries, yeah. and they all died. Huh. Yeah, but we were. We I were think the ones that was pre me because so, I joined a little later. Yeah, you pre me. You, you you were just I, the last pre-me. one to join. You're a little pre me. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, from the pre me. So yeah, that's it. That's nerd on. <laughs> <laughs> wow. No. Um. So uh, a couple of us worked at Apple. And uh, we uh, um, just would just talk about movies and games and whatever new things came out. So, like, obviously there was announcements and trailers and YouTube videos and stuff like that. And there would be a point where, like, we would gather around, like, a computer screen and we would, like, be excited about it and we would talk about it. And it got to the point where, like, people would just kind of, like, hang around and just, like, talk or would be, like, wanting to hear what we thought. And, you know, um, I think... Uh, certain members wanted to do a podcast. I had already been in one. People already had experience in one. And I was like kind of dreading it all. But 
kind of the um, long and short of it, um, soon after we started it, we had a couple first episodes, um, it like reached what felt like around the world really quickly. And then Caitlin later on joined. So she was no longer preemie. She was now fully formed. Yeah. Full she me. was a fully formed baby. <laughs> Never on baby. Nerd on. Yes. But I had got introduced to her because she was working on um, PAs. Our, uh, PAs show. Um, and on the season finale, you can find on YouTube at Storyboard. Um, B-O-R-E-D. So you won't be. Um, Demolitions expert. Yes. And yeah. uh, I blow stuff up. It's great. And I think it was on recommendation of like, she's nerdy. She knows some things. And then. Um, we put her under this rigorous uh, GI Jane Demi Moore uh, boot camp we to make sure that some, she was, you know, uh, ramen together and talked a little bit. <laughs> Just take it away was rigorous. The, <laughs> the rigorous ramen, <laughs> rigmarole. Keep I didn't up know it was the a act test. <laughs> before nah. when we could have ramen. The facade. Aww. Yeah. So yeah. and then now here we are, baby. Here, here we, we are. Three years later. Three yeah. almost looks and a half like years later. we made it. <laughs> we made it through 2020s, so we can do anything. Yeah, yeah. we can do anything we want in life with, with our lives at all. Anything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sweet. Yes. Last question comes from Chase. Thank you for Shout sending out. an email to the internet email address. Wow. And he also sent some suggestions, which I have added to our extensive list. Uh, Chase asks, Who is your favorite stand up comedian? Oh, Corey. Oh, my God. I can't. Segura. Uh, well, Corey, that was, no, that's one of sometimes, his, yeah. But... One of his mainstays, but I don't think it's his favorite. Segura is uh, mine. I don't, no, I'm oh, saying Segura. for myself, oh, oh, Segura. Oh, my Calm down, calm down. Why, why do you like Segura? I don't... I just, his name's Tom, like me. That's it. Totally. Nailed it. Yeah. No, I, I really enjoy, like... Most of most of his comedy is just like, isn't life kind of ridiculous? Like, here's some ridiculous things that have happened to me. That's pretty ridiculous. And then you're like, mm-hmm. And that's why I think it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> and also, he's deadpan delivery, which I enjoy greatly. Josh? Tom Segura is amazing. Oh. Tom Segura, his stand-up specials are phenomenal. He's really good. Oh, they only get better and better and better. Um, it's true. For me... I Bikes. I like very. I guess I'm going to say this. I'm going to put myself in this pocket. I like very popular black comedians, aka like you know Chappelle. Kevin Dave Hart Chappelle, at his height, Kevin Dave Hart. Chappelle at his height, <laughs> Cat Williams at his height. Like those are the ones that hit me at a at a certain age at like the right times, and I was Bruce, just like, Bruce. I really like it. Yeah, um, I I mean, there Michael Che. Um, anything that I guess I would have like a, a Netflix special, I've liked them, and, and I think in that sense of like, I wish I had known more stand-up comedians of, of different things. I mean, I like all types of comedians. I really, really like stand-up. Um, and I've talked about it probably a lot, but um, Dave Chappelle is probably my number one right now, just because I think I've liked the way that he's kind of maneuvered his career in a weird way. Um, and it has now become like much more than a comedian. And now he's kind of like this weird, like, moral compass of the entertainment industry in a weird way and it's like uh you know i think his old his old stand-ups are like phenomenal and this is coming from someone that didn't even really watch Chappelle show until like after it aired and like watching his most recent ones and then watching what he's done recently in 2020 
like I really love it. Like, there's one YouTube video you could probably find it where he's just using he's just like playing with material because you know you go to a club and you play material. It's a three hour long video, and it's like not great quality, but it's just him smoking, sitting down on a stool, and just going over material and talking. He's like, all right, well, I tried that, and I guess that didn't work out. So let's try this one. And he did another joke, and I was like, wow, it's like really interesting. And I was like, I probably will put it on for a little bit. I'll probably get bored, and then I listened to the whole thing, and I was like, wow, pretty good. And that's huh. the kind of thing where it's like, you know. The art of stand-up com- uh, comedy is really interesting. Like I saw Eddie Murphy and Jerry Seinfeld talk about it, and it's like also very interesting just to see. Like you know, it's it's really a muscle, but also like it's like riding a bike. You go back onto it, and it's very you know, it's what you do. So yeah, Josh, wow, uh, this is so. Growing up, stand-up comedy was a big part of our house. Like um, comic relief, uh, Robin Williams, Whoopi Goldberg, and. Um, can't Billy Crystal they hosted this major event uh, comic relief and it was this major stand-up comedian uh, event and we always recorded it and we always watched it so uh, stand-up comedy has always been something that was that I just loved Um, so it's like this is really really hard because I think of Wanda Sykes Jim Brewer Mm -hmm. oh wow Uh, yeah I love Jim Brewer um but I think the person, oh, Eddie Izzard. Eddie Izzard. Mm. I just yes. fucking love Eddie Izzard. Yeah. Um, Eddie Izzard's real good. But I think the number one that just always, always, always will be on the top of my list is Robin Williams. Mm. I just, uh, yeah. he, it's funny to see the things, the, the, the movies that, I mean, that we know and love, Patch Adams, Aladdin, all these things that he was a part of. And then to see him do stand up, he's just so crude, and I love it. I just, it was just, I, I not just, Bob Saget crude, no, <laughs> crude in his own way. Yeah, Bob Saget was a whole another ball. That game. was the thing. Um, but Robin Williams will probably always take the cake for me. Close will be, goddamn, Eddie Izzard and Jim Brewer. Jim Brewer, he he just cracks me up. His impressions are just so good. <laughs> His musical impressions Corey. too. You're not gonna get it because I don't know. Yeah, that's what I thought. It's I don't John Mulaney. No, he's up there. I honestly don't have one. Josh gave us three, he's, so you can give us three. I don't have three. <laughs> I I've grown up with my dad loves stand up comedy, so we anytime we were at his house, it was on twenty four seven. Like starting from like George Carlin, Richard Pryor, all mm. the way up to like present day stuff. I don't. I, there's no way I can have a list. I just can't. I it's also my like go to when I'm stressed. I'll put on stand up comedy in the background over and over again. And um, when I first moved to L A, when I drove everywhere, I, my only Pandora station I had was stand up comedy oh. Pandora. Mm. I, so like, I I when I there's I don't know if I can like I love that question. Yeah. If you if you want to DM me on my social medias, I'll give you a list of like forty comedians you should check out before you die. Or we could but do like, a comedians or us episode. Yeah, oh. I mean, because you got anywhere from like Richard Pryor and George Carlin to like Rami Yosef and John Mulaney or Pat Oswalt. Pat Oswalt. Mitch Hedberg and Mitch Hed- um, Yes, Don, Mitch Hedberg. Don, Don Rickles or Joan Rivers. Animal you Burst. have. Tignataro, um, Bill Burr, like. There's an extensive uh, list. 
my whole body <laughs> loves stand-up comedy. I I can't. It's like really, really difficult for me. to Gallagher slim it down to three. is a stand-up comedian. Like it's like that's Christopher Titus is one of my favorites as well because he does story type mm. um, type comedy. Um, uh, Patrice O'Neill, Bernie Mac, like. <sighs> I like Hassan. Oh, so many. Hassan. I just can't. Yeah. I can't. That's okay. So. That's great. That's and you made a great list for people who wanted to check DM out me. some new people. DM me. Bo Burnham. Oh, Bo Burnham. Bo Burnham. <sighs> Dang. It's so hard. Yeah. I'll say <laughs> this. Is. George Carlin has a special place because I had the chance to see him. I didn't. I'd say, I said to myself that I'd see him next time he came to town and he passed away. <gasps> so like that's always been like- He's the, the one that got away. Yeah. Because I, I, his book, uh, his book- Jesus passed the pork chops. I think it is called, or something like that. Oh my god! I think that's it. Read it. It's fantastic. It's a really wonderful book. Nice. Well, that's it, baby. That yeah. <laughs> that, that that has been this week's update. Thank you, everyone, so much for listening. Uh, if you are new to Nerd On, thanks for listening. We appreciate you. Hello. Uh, check out our website, NerdOn.tv. It has all of the information on everything that we do, including all of our socials. All of our video content on YouTube, our Twitch, uh, in which we we stream pretty often. Uh, wherever you listen, please stop by, rate and review, subscribe, and also share. Share with your friends, your family. Blast it all over the interwebs. Um, that's how that's how things like us grow. Share us yeah. with your friends we'll and your take family. Take over the world slowly yes. but surely. Come yes. along, save on the, the cheerleaders, world save the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But uh, yeah, thanks so much for listening. Uh, Happy New Year. You know the drill. As always, nerd on. on.